0: Tell your people they were the devil's children
1: Crime Talk VK on Radio Free Brooklyn. This is your host, Joanna Perpich, uh, with Megan Duffy. Good morning. Um, so, since this is a, a pre-record for our Thanksgiving edition, uh, we do not have news of the week. Instead, we have Thanksgiving trivia about ourselves, our favorite people to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Um, I guess my first question for you is, like, what is your perfect Thanksgiving? Like, the fixings, the sides, etc.? Like, is it your family, or are you just, like, hanging out with your buddies in New York? What's going on?
0: No, my perfect Thanksgiving is, uh, it's the only holiday I fly home to Minneapolis for. It is my mom's cooking on Thanksgiving. The turkey is always perfect. The wild rice is always perfect. The Brussels sprouts with bacon are always perfect. The stuff, everything is exactly the way i needed to be and i've tried to enjoy other people's thanksgivings and even though i am a gracious guest and bring the wine and get drunk um no one can make the food like my mom can make it
1: if you can only pick one dish and you're on a desired deserted island and that's all you can eat but it's only thanksgiving food what what, what was yours what would yours be
0: Brussels sprouts and bacon.
1: Oh, really? Well,
0: it's the bacon.
1: <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> so, so just bacon? It's really just the bacon.
0: <laughs> like, put bacon on anything and we're good. Um, if it, if we have to eliminate the bacon, it's my mom's uh, wild rice. Yeah? Yeah, 100%. How about what, you?
1: What's she put in it?
0: It's um, sauteed slivered almonds, so they're a little brown <laughs> and crispy. And she cooks it in chicken broth and a little celery for crunch
1: that sounds wonderful it is wonderful (laughs) um okay so my perfect thanksgiving is at home in houston and my friend caitlin shout out i hope she's listening to this episode nice uh so she is there um her boyfriend griffin hopefully they're starting to get really serious i like the name i know he's cool Anyway, so um, her and her family, and then my folks, because there's only three of us, so you kind of, you know, boost the numbers. <laughs> we um, have to stare
0: at each other with, over the crickets.
1: <laughs> and um, so my family does this thing where we pretend that we're Cajun, even though my family's definitely from the Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. Continue. <laughs> love it. And so um, we have something called a turducken. Do you mm-hmm. know what that yes, is? Yes, I know what that is. All right. So from our listeners who are not from the Gulf Coast, that is a chicken stuffed inside a duck stuffed inside a turkey. Do you then deep fry? Do you um, deep fry the turkey? No. We, we have on occasion deep fried our turkeys and it is always my mom like fretting and worrying that we're going to go to the hospital. So... Or the
0: house is going to explode.
1: Just everything yeah. just starts... Well... <laughs> We do it at our neighbor's house next to a pool in the backyard. So I guess the idea (laughs) is is
0: (laughs) something goes awry, just like dump it in.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we are from Texas. Well, (laughs) have you watched King of the Hill? It's on Hulu now. I haven't. I I used to watch it when
0: it first came out and I loved it. And I guess I just lost track of it. But the, the guy who you can't understand who's always holding a beer by the fence was my favorite. I forgot his name.
1: Um, so, that is definitely, like, a little too relatable, perhaps. <laughs> uh, but they fry a turkey in one of their Thanksgiving episodes. Did the house burn down? No, because oh. they do it right. Okay. Uh, but I think Peggy was rolling her eyes a little bit. mm mm-hmm. um, But, no. So, we got our turducken. We have our dirty rice. Nice. Which is also a, a Cajun specialty. It's basically, like... Uh, chicken intestines that have been ground up, cooked with a ton of spices, and put into a rice mixture. <laughs> but,
0: um, I it gotta say that wonderful. sounds kind of delicious. I mean, it does sound kind of delicious. I, I mean, like, the idea of a chicken intestine, not so much, but if you don't tell me what's in it, I bet I would eat it.
1: Well, it's chicken gizzards and chicken liver, mm-hmm. and you just put a ton of spice in it. hmm And it kind of reminds me of, like, deconstructed boudin. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's wonderful.
0: That sounds good.
1: Uh, and then we also have, a Brussels sprouts, all gratin.
0: Oh. Um,
1: cause it's a vegetable, so it's quote unquote healthy for you. But you
0: have to put the cheese in.
1: Cheese and cream. Yeah. All over. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I actually really like buttermilk pie, uh, but we usually don't that? cook that. It's like a custard. Okay. It's also kind of Southern. Oh. Um, yeah. But it's basically like a pecan pie But without the pecans Okay. And every year I push for it But then my mom's just like No, why would you get rid of the nuts? They're delicious (laughs) So we end up just having pecan pie And then I scoop all the pecans off And put it on my mom's plate
0: Okay, I've never actually eaten pecan pie (gasps) Really? I, I know that sounds a little blasphemous But as a northerner, we eat apple or pumpkin But you
1: have those too You just have like eight pies
0: I know, I don't like pumpkin I just don't because the pumpkin isn't real pumpkin. Um, uh, I like rhubarb pie. Okay, you, you should never find that at Thanksgiving because you know it's rhubarb's extinct. Through do you want August. me
1: to bring you a pecan pie? No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, okay. There's like this barbecue restaurant that uh-huh. has the best pecan pie I've ever had. I actually like theirs. Where is it? In Houston. Oh. But I was going to, I would buy you a pecan pie from there. It comes in this cute little wooden box with the Star of Texas on it. You want a pecan pie? Yes,
0: please. Bree wants wants a pecan pie.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We're recording in front of a live audience. (laughs) And can you actually, I'm also working off of this, Mm. um, gosh darn, uh, what is this called? iPad. And I keep on forgetting what the password is. How do I, it's QWERTY. Oh, is that what it is? Uh, I think I got this. You can't. So there
0: you go, girl. There you go.
1: Okay, we're back. <laughs> um, all right, so now that we've gone over our Thanksgiving faves, um, have you ever had any, like, tried-and-true Thanksgiving mishaps that you guys just bring up every year? Not every year. We, I mean,
0: the more, the most mishaps I ever had was when I was like a wife for about 15 minutes and the in-laws came over and my family came over and we were in this tiny little house in South Minneapolis. And the thing is, is that everything my ex-father-in-law touched broke. Oh. So the oven breaks and then <laughs> the garbage disposal breaks. So we're like, we had to transport the turkey from our oven to the next door neighbor's oven, who thankfully was at our house for dinner. Um so there was that there's been a few times over the years where my mom or dad eyeballed the bird and it was too big for the oven so the door wouldn't shut or we couldn't get it in or <laughs>
1: that's a pretty good one that the bird is too big for the bird's oven birds too big for the oven and
0: then um uh one time we uh this was a long time ago it was right after um we had a family tragedy and we were all hammered and we forgot about the turkey and the um we were heating up all the other sides like the rice and the whatever and um the smoke alarm had gone off Mm. for some reason and so we're thinking we just burnt the entire dinner but it was actually it was just like some bits that had fallen to the bottom of the oven and now are like engulfing the whole (laughs) Oven and smoke. So, yeah, which was also, uh, that was a trial. You know, when you're d- drunk, you can't deal with a smoke alarm. You're all like panicking and running out of the house. You're not saving the turkey. But, uh, we managed. We managed. I
1: mean, it is a little unrealistic, though. Like, the idea of Thanksgiving dinner is just so intimidating. There's a lot of moving parts.
0: There's a lot of... My mom has it down to a science, though. Like, it is. Prep everything the night before. Get up at 6. Shove the bird in. Go back to bed. Pick us up from the airport. Come back. Mince some uh, vegetables. Like, let them soak. She's got this... It's a a magical thing to watch her do it. And she hates any interference. Uh Uh-huh she absolutely hates you're it you're just
1: gonna mess it up and break the you're oven gonna,
0: i have to make the cocktails <laughs> and do the dishes these are my jobs and i'm okay with it
1: um so i think that um my favorite thanksgiving mishap was um perpetrated by mr arthur Purpich, my father oh all right so um this year my um my dad's family um came down for thanksgiving when i say came down they live 40 minutes north of us so it's not like this is a huge ordeal or anything but my dad and his brother they can be a little competitive and uh so my dad has to have the turducken has to have the dirty rice blah 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 but anyway um he also decided that this year we're going to make our own pie crust we're going to do everything from scratch homemade rolls etc so the best part is is that he accidentally confused the sugar and the salt. Oh, dear. Because we have just like these giant tubs that we would keep it in because at the time we were just like homemade baking everything. Sure. And so uh, sugar went in the bread and, <laughs> and salt went into the pumpkin pie. Oh. Oh. And he did not catch it until. That was a,
0: yeah, so you <laughs> ate it.
1: And then on top of that, he forgot to turn the oven on for the turducken. Oh, no. And so you have, like, this frozen slab of literally, like, three birds. Oh, no. <laughs> and he, would like, pre-cooked it a bit, like, the day before. Because, again, you have to get through, like, multiple layers of animal flesh. Mm-hmm so it was like partially cooked but definitely Quick not question. edible do yeah we,
0: do we cook the do we cook them separately no and then it is put like one
1: inside the other yeah
0: so even the
1: pre-cooking is one yes. inside? Oh, okay. it is it just comes to you that way from the butcher it sounds delicious oh it's amazing okay although the chicken is like a waste of time and i don't like turkey so now we just have duck
0: <laughs> fair fair <laughs> Well, it's not technically a turduck in there.
1: <laughs> we're we're, we're doing a... a turduck now. <laughs> but it was funny, though, because I threw such, like, a fit once because my mom just made a turkey. I'm like, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, okay, fine. And so she just bought, like, this, like, lowly duck one year. Mm-hmm. And then everyone got they're, sad at they're her. They're kind of
0: sad. They're a little small, kind of bony.
1: But there's this butcher called E Bears, and they're from Louisiana. Uh-huh. But they have a shop um, actually kind of near my house, and so we go to them. And you can custom order because how many people are ordering these stupid things right, each year? Right, yeah. So they work with us That's and my very
0: generous of them. Picky
1: diet, <laughs> particular of duck that's all right uh but it is delicious is good um yeah so that's the year that we ate at like nine o'clock because <laughs> we didn't realize until like five that the turkey was still half frozen
0: could have been worse you could have eaten chinese you know
1: and then um my next question is what are you thankful for
0: so many things i am thankful for um all of my friends and family and this Um, my day job that I've been at for 17 years and I am thankful for good wine and good food and, uh, kittens, kittens. (laughs) um, of which there are several right now. I have three. Yes, I have three. I'm that lady. Um, I'm, there's just so much to be thankful for. And the, the thing is, is we tend to forget about that a lot in our lives because we get so caught up in our shit right like we're just like "Eh." and i have actually been so caught up in my shit lately that i even forgot to book my flight home to thanksgiving until yesterday because i was so like uh um so i'm just grateful that the universe said here's your 238 dollars ticket seven days before your trip (laughs) um those i mean this is the time of year that i just remind myself slow down and remind myself that You should be thankful for every fucking thing you have, not just, you know, the cats or my new friend and my new radio thing or my brie on the couch or the whatever. It's just the whole world is it's a much bigger place. And there's so much to love. Yeah. Even though you I hate it sometimes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm definitely in like our hate mode at the moment, mostly because it's finally like started to get below 40.
0: And dark, and dark and dark and i say i like darkness but i
1: <laughs> this is like different darkness it's different
0: it's different
1: um i am very thankful uh for my so my dad's been having some health problems <coughs> that he finally kicked nice it looks like congratulations which i'm very arthur? thankful for. yes arthur and um he's had to go on this like really miserable diet for like 15 years oh geez and so the fact that he's seeing progress is, is just—is it
0: cheese free? It is, is it... like
1: everything free. He can't eat protein. I mean, he can have like a little bit, but he's basically vegetarian. And this is someone who loves to barbecue. Oh no! He can't have like dark leafy greens. Have too much protein. This poor soul. I know he struggles. Oh dear! Um, so this
0: Thanksgiving, he's looking forward to.
1: <laughs> we have some really nice mushroom dishes. <laughs>
0: He's so thrilled. He's thrilled with mushrooms. <laughs> Perhaps some cheese. Well,
1: since cheese has protein.
0: Cheese. Ha- oh,
1: I know. That's the part that bums me out. Quinoa. I think he can have a little bit of quinoa.
0: I hate quinoa.
1: Well, we like sneak it for him, and we're like, you know, it doesn't count. It sort of still counts, but you gotta live.
0: You know, what doesn't have protein. Hmm. Wine.
1: Wine. <laughs> oh, we have so much of that. <laughs> So I'm really thankful for that, and then I'm also, like, specifically incredibly thankful for my community right now, because I just moved to a new neighborhood, Bushwick, mm-hmm. um, and it's just been so impressive how many people are there for me in a way that I never imagined they would be. That's nice. Yeah. And um, I don't know, like, moving to New York, it wasn't easy. No, so, it's built up all my friends from scratch it's,
0: yeah you do it's and, nice. uh it's um, but you have an opportunity to meet so many people here
1: yeah and it's just um i've just been like so touched uh you know like when things get hard <sighs> the effort that people put into the friendships mm-hmm. and um it just like sometimes i think about it my eyes start to water
0: <laughs> yeah i get that
1: Yeah, so I think that it's just been a whirlwind of a year, certainly, Um, but the lows are some of the things that have allowed for some of the highs.
0: Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly.
1: Um, And I think that those are all of my um, pre-questions. Also, somewhat morbidly, I came to the realization that both Thanksgiving and Easter are the two holidays that are centered around murder, (laughs)
0: um that reminds me of the my the joke that my dad used to tell me at every thanksgiving and i don't know why he would tell it at thanksgiving because it's an easter related joke okay um and this is it it is blasphemous if you don't want to hear it please fast forward for 15 seconds but or turn off your radio but it was the it was the um let me see if i can get this right so it was um Jesus, you know, he dies on the cross. I'll, I'm not going to. I'm going to keep it short. Jesus dies on the cross. They put him in his tomb, and then they roll the big rock away, and he comes out and sees his shadow, and goes back in the hole for another sixty days.
1: <laughs> That's kind of funny. He
0: loves this. My dad loved that joke. <laughs> I'm like, Dad. It's Thanksgiving, <laughs> not Easter. Doesn't
1: matter. There's like multiple levels of like holiday going on there. <laughs> I know. Truly worthy of Bill Murray. A lot, a lot of finger waving at the top <laughs> of the table. Yeah. Sorry, that's, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Um. So, uh, basically for this episode, we're going to be talking about crime and murder related to Thanksgiving. Um, but Thanksgiving really does have a very grisly history uh that has been like whitewashed up the wazoo and so i just wanted to spend a few minutes just so that we don't forget
0: i was glad you did that because my best friend is native and she was born on november 26 which george washington actually declared as the first thanksgiving which is kind of ironic
1: um <clears throat> i mean it's not great
0: it's not great it's not that. They shared the meal of maize and turkey. It's not that. I
1: mean, I'm sure from, like, two seconds, like, everyone was like, let's just see how this will turn out. And then, of course, it turned into a shit show and, well, and truly a genocide. Um, so, basically, um, we have uh, Jeffrey Amherst, uh, who, uh, in 1763, during Pontiac's Rebellion, was... Um, Decided that uh, we should do biological warfare, and uh, he was the person who came up with the idea of the smallpox blankets. Oh,
0: I was gonna say, I thought they were, I was gonna say measles blankets, but you're right, smallpox. And he
1: That's says, so fucked up. <laughs> Yeah, it gets worse. I have a quote from him. Oh, god, uh, racism ahead. <laughs> content warning. (laughs) The times,
0: the times, the times we live.
1: Uh, You will do well to try to inoculate the Indians by means of blankets, as well as try uh, every other method that can serve to um, extirpate this execrable race. Wow. Yeah, basically he just wants to kill all of them. He does not care whatever way is fastest. Still a wall. He is not trying, yeah. Jeffrey Amherst. (laughs) Noted. Um, Is is Amherst University named after him? I mean, probably. Oh, Lord. Uh, So, yeah, like, don't do that again, America. It might be too late.
0: I mean, at least we're not as... At least we're a little more subtle about it than smallpox blankets. We just wanted to build a wall.
1: And put children into tent camps and... I know. Yeah, I mean... I mean,
0: mind you, the, the caravan has not been mentioned since last Tuesday, so...
1: Just putting that out there. Put my head through a window. Um, We also have the Indian Removal Act of 1830, um, Um, which I know. Trail of Tears. Mm -hmm. Also known as the Trail of Tears. And um, that is the American government forcibly relocating East Coast tribes across the Mississippi. Literally, when you look up the uh, definition of genocide, it is forcible relocation. (laughs) Jesus. Um between two thousand five hundred and six thousand people died. How much? Um between 2, and six thousand
0: I thought and- it was gonna be more than that. Because of how horrible it was, but Yeah. That, I mean it's horrible in itself, but I well, thought it was Tons
1: be- of people were placed and this is like many different tribes. Yeah. It just so happens that the article I was reading, um, Listed seventeen thousand Cherokee were removed. Again, um they were just one of multiple people yeah. who were being multiple forced tribes. out. Okay. And um uh okay, this is great. Um so historians have noted that the army deliberately um rooted the march, um, particularly of the Cherokee through areas of known cholera epidemic, such as Vicksburg. How fucking charming of them. <laughs> I know. Jesus
0: Christ.
1: Um, and this is like a hundred years after, a little less than a hundred years after a smallpox blanket. Uh, clearly, they're still going the biological warfare route.
0: It's horrible.
1: Um, yes. And it continues today. I know. As of 2016, there have been 5,712 cases of missing Native American women. Ah, uh, reported to the National Crime Information Center. So, I mean, we'd like to think that all this stuff happened in the distant past, and it was the pioneers who did it, and not our fault. But no, there are still some like really horrible things happening, and um, we need to pay way more attention to it. Than and we that's do. just in the United States. Yeah.
0: Okay. It doesn't include Canada's problem. Mm-mm. Okay.
1: And it's, I think, a pretty big issue up there. Canada
0: is, is a hu- The indigenous women missing up there is a huge problem, too. Like, it's... I... I don't understand why we don't put more value on human life. Like, I really don't. And particularly women. Women in general. This is where we're at. And the Me Too movement and all the, you know, like, the, the midterms prove that women are definitely moving forward. But that these are, these are women who have had, forgive me for saying this, but some sort of privilege in order to get that far. The ones that are missing didn't have those opportunities. And we need to pay more attention to these kinds of things as a society because like, we're only as good as a, in a society as, as how we treat the poor and dissident and, and, and left behind. Right? Like, we're only as good as that.
1: It's just heartbreaking, though. I mean, like, the perceived red tape is what I think is preventing a lot of these (laughs) crimes from getting investigated.
0: It's not red tape. It's some bullshit laziness. Let's be real.
1: Yeah. No, it totally is. But it's like, I don't know, something happened in, um, like, Des Moines or something, and then even though, say, the person is from, like, a reservation five hours north, and then the police are like, You know. I'm so, I'm
0: tired of watching documentaries about missing missing murdered women. Like I'm tired of watching it. Like no I need someone needs to fucking step up. Also, I'd like to also just put in there the voter suppression that's going on in all of the reservations. Mm-hmm. Just throw that in there
1: um well that's one reason why um i think it was like so cool that those two uh native women Mm -hmm. got elected to the house Mm -hmm. and one of them is actually and i'm sure both of them are going to do this but one woman specifically said (coughs) that she's going to make a push towards investing crimes um where um like native women are the victims yeah and um so this is why representation is important though
0: representation is incredibly important and this is one of the reasons why I get so infuriated when I hear an eighteen-year-old say, "I'm not going to vote until the presidential election" because it doesn't mean anything to me. Like it, you need to think beyond yourself when you're talking about these elections. There, these are It's there's a there's something much bigger going on beyond you, you little fucking piece of shit snowflake, <laughs> and and the world needs you to realize that.
1: Mm -hmm. And we're not
0: going to improve if you don't fucking figure it out.
1: I just feel bad, though, because I used to be one of those people who never really voted. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, it was when I was Republican.
0: (laughs) Well, you're from... Okay, well, hang on, hang on. You're from Texas. I'll give you that. That's fine. Um, (laughs) That's fine.
1: But, um, no, I used to be, like, super hardcore conservative, and then all my friends started coming out as trans, and then I really reevaluated things. um, That must
0: have been a crazy place to be in.
1: Well, I was actually watching, and this has, like, its own problems, but I was watching a lot of, um, like, Discovery Health TV shows, Mm -hmm. and I remember this is before, like, being trans was even a word, and I was watching someone go through gender reassignment surgery. They did one of those, like, super cheesy, kind of, like, bigoted documentaries about it. I know. And, like, looking back, like, there were some problems, but I was, but it really, like, normalized it for me, and so I was like, oh, well, this is, like, a medical thing, and now this person is happier, and everything matches, and they're where they want to be in life.
0: Okay, but that's a very rational approach to it, and typically conservatives in the now, are not rational about that oh, kind of Oh, totally. Thing.
1: But it's just like, since that's the way that the <clears throat> documentary treated it, it was kind of like people going through weight loss surgery, people going through gender reassignment surgery. It right. just seemed like this is something you do for your health. And so then when my friends started coming out as trans, I think I had more of a, like a basis for being like, this is something that is medical, not... Lifestyle or whatever yeah. bullshit right. thing language is being used, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, like as soon as I realized just uh, the effect that all of this politics were having on them, it made me a lot more motivated to both vote and <laughs> maybe become a little bit more liberal. Because, I mean, you don't want your friends to be in pain. It's something that's so preventable.
0: I know. For something so simple and so easy f- to, to, yeah. Anyway, we got way off topic. Oh, here.
1: well, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> like, things we're thankful for. Things we're thankful for. Yes, you're right. I am thankful for my trans friends. Me too. Um, okay, so uh, you guys are listening to this show because you want to hear about crime. Uh, why don't we start off with this good-looking fella over this here. This good-looking fella. He's the Thanksgiving Day Killer. So, uh, why don't you, like, describe him for um, us? Okay, well, here's the thing. Or describe his photo, because obviously... This is this is the original mugshot that they arrested <laughs> him in
0: after being on the lam for a, a several months. Um, he's got a short buzz cut. He looks real confused as to why he's there. <laughs> Double chin uh
1: prison scrubs he's kind of like his mouth is half open and he looks like the dopiest he he kind of reminds me of like you're in high school and it's your first date ever it's it's like he was surprised this is what the guy looks like when your dad opens the door
0: (laughs) yes you're right. That's exactly what they look like when my dad answered the door, <laughs> and they left, and then they left. Um, All right. So, what he do? Okay. His name is. Uh, he's uh, born in 1974, so he's three years younger than I am, which is it, it boggles the mind. Uh, his name is. Hang on. Um, beep beep beep. Uh, it doesn't say. Just, uh, we'll just
1: call him by his nickname. His
0: uh, the Thanksgiving Day Killer. Okay, so. Let's go back to Murderpedia. I'm going to give my credits where credits are due. And um, so he murdered a number of his family members um, on Thanksgiving Day. uh, After sitting there for three hours listening to songs and the piano. And um, having a good time. Having a grand old time. And he uh, had just dis- what's his name? Paul. His name's Paul Gay, I think. I think I butchered the last name. So he goes to his family's house that he's not even really close with for Thanksgiving. And I mean, obviously, well, um, he's <laughs> he's someone's wife's cousin in the articles, and and I'll get to that in a second. But um, he. Doesn't eat anything. He sits quietly in the corner. Like, it's like, how... Not victims right here. But how these people... In the initial initial readings, it's like these people's hair wasn't standing on the back of... Because he wasn't eating, and he wasn't engaging, and he wasn't anything. And then he went out to his car, and he came back in... And he open-fired on a group of 16 people... At his family Thanksgiving dinner. Oh my
1: god. How many people died? 16 people.
0: No. So. Okay. So.
1: Oh sorry. We're jumping ahead. Jumping ahead.
0: Okay. So not. Not. Not all 16 people died. But there's really some sad notes in here. Um, he killed his twin sisters. One of which was pregnant. Which is really fucking sad. And he killed his cousin's baby she was like seven while she was sleeping in bed and and the and the the father of the kid what had been shot but was like was like a shoulder wound so he was in the living room and he watched paul go in and I you know, trigger warning it's gonna get ugly here so stop if you need to he, he went into the bedroom where the kid was sleeping and the sleeping in the bed shot her came back out decided that wasn't enough went back in and shot her again to make sure that the seven-year-old was dead and the dad is watching this whole thing right so and he's he survives his wound um I was just like, what the fuck is this? The family is claiming that he's been somewhat mentally ill over the years. and But then it goes into... Two of his sisters have had restraining orders against him for life threats, and he he's he's gone like he's like he's gone way off the deep like way off the deep end but it's it's jealousy and all these other things and yet the so the, all the other news reports are interviewing him well, like his high school friends and they're like that's not the paul we know look at his look at his yearbook page he just loves them so much you're like what i just it's that is just so disgusting it's It's, foul so so he does this horrible act and then um he's on the run until january and there he's found in the keys in some shoddy hotel down there and he's put on 30 pounds and he's bald already like he he I don't know. We're not sure if he shaved his he, head. He, like, killed his
1: family and all his hair just falls out.
0: Well, one wouldn't normally shave their hair into a pattern as such, uh, generally. Sorry. <laughs> so, maybe the stress <laughs> made his hair fall out. But the owner of the motel called in um, after seeing his fancy mug on America's Most Wanted, which is, you know... Um, one of my one of my favorite shows from the 90s i haven't watched it in a long time now it's the hunt with john walsh but um and they the cops went in and arrested him and his of course he his parents because he can't he hasn't he's been living with his parents and can't keep a job have been paying for his life also it's like he's like the perfect loser storm before all this happened um, but they refused to pay for his attorney, um, so he went with uh, what is it called? Like a public defender, uh-huh. right? Um, and they're claiming they were claiming the insanity defense, and it's like, okay, well, here's the thing about that: is you withdraw twelve thousand dollars from your bank account, you bought four guns, two of which you bought the day before, you bought other one two weeks before you've changed the plates on your car you've changed your appearance
1: that is just astounding (laughs) so not only is this all thing premeditated but he had like a very clear escape route it's Uh, like i'm just gonna shoot up 16 people kill an eight-year-old and be on my merry way and now we're claiming i'm crazy right oh my god and then
0: there's you know and of course when you so he gets caught on the on the run and then, um, so there's a, and when the news hits that he's had a phone call with his dad in prison, cause we all know that those are recorded. He's like, I don't know why I did it. I'm just, I'm and his dad's like, in a nutshell, I could, I could paraphrase it for you, but in a, in a nutshell, his dad's like, go fuck yourself. I don't care. Like you killed a 70 year old while she was sleeping and you've destroyed our family. Like go fuck yourself. <laughs>
1: do they know is he just some sort of like um i don't know like og incel or something or like well they're not saying he's og
0: incel they do think there's some mental illness there but some of the articles are hysterical it's like he suffered from ocd and a receding hairline and you're like i don't know what that means
1: what 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 year was this
0: um the crime happened in 2009 okay so
1: so these are like the modern day, day tabloids yeah
0: he OCD and depression and a receding hairline. As well. I don't
1: know. My hair falling out makes me murderous. Well, I mean, a lot of things
0: make me murderous,
1: but I don't. That was do a it. joke, by the way. Like that <laughs> yeah, is I mean, the world's dumbest reason to
0: <laughs> include uh, it. Anyway, so, uh, so there's I forgot where I was going with that. Uh, murder, murder, Just murder. Like, co- receding hairline. Oh, so he was eventually sentenced. Um, the judge didn't buy that he was. That much of a crackpot. To sorry if that's insensitive. Um, basically, he was saying that because I don't believe you're that mentally ill, and sentenced him to seven consecutive life sentences for four, uh, four murders, uh, three attempted murders, robbery, deception, like a million things. And in the initially, when he was on there, was eventually a two hundred thousand dollar reward on the table for his capture and i think the guy that owned the motel that he was staying in in the keys might have gotten that two guys good for you (laughs) honey
1: good for you if you know any murderers i'm saying you might want to think about turning them in yep because they're terrible people um so it's a little dark
0: but it's also um i am okay with it i'm okay with it
1: yeah that's intense i was not expecting that (laughs) And where did this take place again?
0: Jupiter, Florida.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Florida Man. He's, I'm obsessed with Florida Man. Anybody knows me knows that. <laughs> I like that. I have a Google search alert that Florida Man. It's a thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, let me see. I think I might actually have some Florida mentions. Oh, no. All of mine are in California, actually. So, um... <laughs> I decided to uh, focus on uh, Black Friday Mm -hmm. and crime related to that. So it's not exactly like murder, uh, but it is, although there have been deaths.
0: There have been deaths at Black (laughs) Friday events.
1: So first off, like, do you, are you a Black Friday person? No.
0: Okay. No. I won't leave the house.
1: I was going to say, I am, like, still too hungover from the night before. Uh, yeah. Like, if I were to do Black Friday, I would be, like, drunk waiting in line.
0: I don't even... Like, I can't even get out of bed before 10 a.m. on a general day. So, after drinking all that wine with my family on a holiday, I'm not going to be out of bed before noon. It's not going to serve me well.
1: There is one year... Where I very insistently said that we were going to do Black Friday. And I think that it was one of the, like, first years we had Thanksgiving after my grandma died. Mm-hmm. So we're all like, new traditions. And I'm like, let's try Black Friday out. And um, I happened to live in, like, far west Houston. How early well, in the morning at you time? here? Oh, it was like 11. Oh, so like, you missed all the deals? You missed the doorbusters and everything. Our pumpkin pie and our—I don't know. My dad was up at seven. You know, is he kind of different in the south. We all No, moved it's like super. <laughs> no, we were just like lazy bad Black Friday people. <laughs> Got it. Uh, so, as you'll see from the end of the story, <laughs> so I like convinced my parents because I'm an only child. So there's just three of us, so Thanksgiving can get kind of holidays can get kind of sad kind of quickly. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Mom, I wanna bought you know, so she's like, Okay, fine. And so we like get in the car, we go to all these outlet malls, because I live in the boonies, and we like are looking for a parking spot and we literally just do one loop around the mall, and then my mom is just like, Nope. Nope. And we just set out and go back home. later days, motherfuckers, <laughs> off
0: for cocktails.
1: She's like, Why don't we just go online? Honestly, you get
0: all the online deals the day before Thanksgiving. Why and how would you subject yourself to going to the mall? And honestly, it's safer. It's safer.
1: Yeah, so let's hear about Let's crack into okay, this. Okay, crack into it. Okay, so since Black Friday's statistics became a thing, there have been 10 deaths. Holy and shit, really? Yeah, Yeah. and 111 injuries.
0: Oh, God.
1: And uh, in case anyone wants to learn more, you can go to f- BlackFridayDeathCount.com. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't know
0: that existed.
1: I repeat, that is BlackFridayDeathCount.com. I'm now
0: saving that to my bookmarks, and I'm looking at it every year. I did not know that existed.
1: So it's like How a How fucked up is that? <laughs> I love it so much. Um, so also I <laughs> noticed a couple of trends. <laughs> There are a lot of fights over big screen TV. Yes, yes,
0: <laughs> yes.
1: And a lot of this happens at Walmart.
0: Oh, Jesus.
1: Do not judge. At least you throw the first stone. I'm not judging. Anyway, you. or do not, whatever it is. Judging, <laughs>
0: Judgerson over here. Like, I, I'm not judging. I am judging. But I'm just keeping it to myself.
1: I think Walmart smells funny, so I hate shopping there
0: i have an uh, it's for another show but me and my ex went to a walmart in upstate new york one day and i cannot not i can't ever go back into it it was (laughs) it was terrifying it was so fucking horrifying but that's for another show um well here's a couple it was in august too so let's just move on well here's
1: a couple other people who probably never want to go into a walmart again um a, a 29-year-old shopper in New Jersey was pepper-sprayed and arrested mm. um, on Thanksgiving after arguing with a store manager at a Walmart about a TV and then attacking a police officer. Oh. Um, when they tracked down the man, uh, store security asked the officer to make the man leave. Um, they tried to escort him out, but he spun around, grabbed the officer's shirt, continued to struggle... Um, managed to get him to handcuffs, and there is pepper spray everywhere. <laughs> this sounds
0: like a Bruce Willis movie. <laughs>
1: so, I personally feel bad for, because you know, like Black Friday, the malls are kind of crowded. I'm sure that pepper spray did not just hit him. No, it didn't. Um, so, that's the time that someone got pepper sprayed arguing over a TV. <clears throat> also, California has a couple of these. Um, two men got into a fist fight while waiting in line for the doors to open. Again, a police officer tried to break it up, but they broke his wrist, mm. and he had to go to the hospital. Oh, dear. Um, so, a Walmart manager says that the doors were originally scheduled to open at 8 p.m., but with more than 5,000 people in line, they decided to open it well, early.
0: It, it ain't a line, either. It's a mob. These bitches are pushing <laughs> the doors open. That's not a line. It's not a tidy line at Starbucks.
1: And so... um. Let me see. There's a quote. Um, We were fine waiting and didn't feel scared until the fight broke out, um, said Marta Vargas of Rialto. The police jumped in quickly and took care of the problem. There were three fights shortly after seven. We saw a man and a woman fighting inside over a flat screen TV, said Jamal Jones, 56, of Rialto. This is my first Black Friday. And my last.
0: Good for you.
1: The crowds are pushy and people are downright rude.
0: Good for you, sir. <laughs> That's my Stay Order that
1: same TV two days earlier
0: online. <laughs> he, it will be delivered to your house. Yeah,
1: It's like, I am not doing this again. I'm, let me see. What else? Uh, authorities. Okay, so this is also at a Walmart in Tallahassee, Florida. Mm, my favorite. There is a disagreement over a parking space so as you do, they pulled out guns and shot each other. That seems reasonable. <sighs> a man and a woman discovered at the store's outdoor garden center were taken to a nearby hospital with wounds that were not considered life-threatening. They are expected to make a full recovery, so they do not join the Darwin Awards. Wait, did they have like a
0: like an Old West standoff in the garden center or something? Do I we would know? like
1: to believe. I feel like this is like
0: the quick and the dead with Sharon Stone and and, and Leo, and they're standing in the street and the desert's blowing and they're they're fighting over the last ficus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're like Black Friday discounted last my Black ficus. Friday fight.
0: You're not getting my ficus.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> oh well, this one is both heroic and a little sad, but everyone turns out okay. Um, so a U.S. Marine reservist was stabbed in the back. When a Black Friday, uh, I don't know, goer uh, decided to uh, shoplift a Best Buy store in Augusta, Georgia. Okay. And um, so a man was seen on the store's security camera trying to steal a laptop Um, around like 1 p.m. that Friday. He then became upset when the employees asked him to, I don't know, like not steal the laptop. Well, as one does. One gets upset. And uh, the sales store manager, Orvin Smith, who's a champ, said he was really irate. A whole lot of energy. whole lot of (laughs) energy. We basically tried to get him to let go of the laptop. And doing that, he finally let go of the laptop and ran out the door, knocked one of my employees down, and pulled out a knife so that he could get out the front door. All right. So get this. There is a marine, a mensch of a man. I don't know. Maybe mensch means man.
0: I A no, uh, mensch means a, a a good luck, a good person, a good...
1: I knew the good part. He's blessed. He's blessed. I am not Jewish. I should probably... I, I'm guessing, but I work with a lot of lovely <laughs> Jewish folks, <laughs> is... and they say sometimes you're a mensch.
0: It's a good well, thing. Okay, it's so... a good
1: thing. Whatever it is, it's a good thing. I have a friend who says it often, and I was <laughs> just thinking of her as I said this. Um, anyway, so this guy is just amazing. So this Marine is buying toys for Toys for Tots.
0: Oh, Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> when he spots the, He is a mensch. He's a mensch. Like, literally the definition. We're in New York. I've had some wine. Forgive me. <laughs> um, Let me so, pour some more. So the Marine is buying, like, toys for kids. When he spots the robbery, so he tries to intervene and then just gets stabbed in the back and taken to the hospital. Mm-hmm. But then, like, the newspaper article, this guy's, like, just a couple scratches.
0: And I, I was like, I didn't feel it, really.
1: I'm good. But he actually was good. So, I mean, who knows? Maybe this guy's, like, aim was off because everyone's screaming at him to put the laptop down. Perhaps. Um, so that was actually, like, my favorite one just because, like, that. just so insane. And well, it that has a better ending. <laughs> And then, um, let me see. There's also some, like, gang-related brawls during Black Friday, just because I think since every single person shows up to it, like, if you have a bone to pick with anyone, they're probably standing in line with you.
0: Or, I mean, you walk on out with your 50-inch screen TV to your car, they might just steal it. But this is
1: literally, like, there's that a... That feels ma- like
0: cherry-picking to me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, like why stand in line when you can you're just gonna rob everyone. I'm just gonna rob anyone
0: in the parking lot. That's all right. Um,
1: <laughs> but there's a man stabbed during Black Friday in the stomach at a mall's entrance in Carlsbad, California. And apparently this is like gangs on both sides, like crime opportunity. Um but all this is to say be careful if you're gonna go Black Friday shopping. Don't leave
0: your house! Don't leave your house. Stay at home. Get drunk with your family. Play some cribbage. Yeah, like... Or some scraps or some trivia or some... Just do something. Stay just at home. Bond. watch
1: the college watch football the, game. Just
0: just stay, ignore it.
1: College it's, football's on Friday, right?
0: I, I'm pretty sure it's all weekend. I don't know anything about anything other than the... Um, I know the parade and the Uganuba dog show. Thank you to my girl, Tam. Oh,
1: speaking of the parade...
0: Ooh, have you been?
1: Um, no, but I have some um, interesting events. Ooh, okay. Um, <laughs> so once. just real quick, because we're running a little bit out of time. Uh, but uh, So in 1997, there was like this very, oh, no, wait, real quick, Black Friday, couple more stats. If you live in Tennessee, Arkansas, Alabama, Louisiana, or Nevada, you are at the highest risk of um, crime happening to you. I literally found an article that was called How to Avoid Getting Punched in the Face on Black Friday. (laughs) Oh my god, I love that so much. And if you're from those states, (laughs) your likelihood of getting punched in the face goes up. Also, 57.1% of Black Friday incidents within the past decade have happened at Walmart.
0: Oh, Jesus.
1: So, avoid Walmart. Don't live in Louisiana. Uh well I, don't I mean know. Louisiana's kinda fun. I love Louisiana. I do too.
0: The food is so good, the music is so good.
1: Well we just talked about how like my family pretends they're Cajun. I know. I mean I
0: would pretend I was Cajun. If I could retire and have an animal sanctuary there. I would like that very much.
1: But um yeah, so uh those like southern states and Nevada.
0: And while Nevada Nevada's special on its own, <laughs> which we will talk about on Saturday. Continuing our mob, right? Yeah, we're, we're, about the we're mob. doing
1: mobs um, on on Saturday, and then also uh, the last week of November, we'll also have uh, some stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just gonna like power through our Macy's Day Parade debacle because this is sad, but also a little funny um but it has a sad ending so 1997 um there is a blustery day it is way too windy for the floats uh for people who live under the rock macy's day parade is literally a ton of inflated giant balloons of like cartoons floating down think of the trump baby balloon but in various shapes sizes and colors
0: down one street. It's like Peanuts and Spongebob. Sno- yeah, Bob. Snoopy and Santa and Spongebob and whatever uh, whatever popular cartoon of the day is. And I think perhaps we should have a Trump baby this year. That would be very funny.
1: I know. I love it. All right. So um, the New York Times had this article that I was just like falling off my bed laughing. All right. So <laughs> the reporter writes... Um, as the Pink Panther lurched about while simultaneously imploding, mm. a police inspector shouted, "Somebody, give me a knife, quick!" A police inspector? Yeah, inspector. Because that's
0: what we call them in New York City. Where is was it? this? No, we don't call them
1: that here. No one calls it this. This is a '97. <laughs> I don't know. No, that's like a British. That's like a British
0: inspector. I love it. So, keep getting,
1: I'm sorry. I didn't interrupt. So um, an officer quickly handed the man a five-inch knife who punched a hole in the feline's tail <laughs> and moved <laughs> to almost immediately stabilized the balloon. <sighs> but the worst problem that year occurred at 72nd Street in Central Park, where a six-story tall cat in the hat <laughs> struck a lamp post. We have cat themes here. Yeah, this is a very oh, cat-ish man. episode. All right, so you have this giant cat six stories tall. That's too tall. That's, that's too much. That's as tall as this <laughs> building. We're on the sixth floor. So Cat in the Hat hits a lamppost and just kind of, like, falls. <laughs> and I kid you not, there is, like, a videotape of this, and you're hearing, like, this person's, like, commentary. <laughs> and
0: oh please tell me it's funny
1: i mean yes <laughs> admittedly it is but then it gets kind of sad so basically this guy's like you thought it was going to bounce off but the second time it snapped it was suspended for an instant then it spiraled this. way down and the prey just stopped i remember this and we're about to get real I, okay. serious serious there was a prolonged silence your thoughts go from happy joyous thanksgiving to prayers
0: Mine, I don't No, mine don't I don't pray
1: Well, uh, but No, mine more Oh, shit Oh, fuck Okay, like, start, like, <laughs> running <laughs> Get to the end of the box so you can Um, yeah, I don't pray But, yes Okay, onward Um, moment of silence I Actually, did a moment of silence mm-hmm. Okay, that's fine mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Alright, so anyway Um, yeah, like, what the fuck I would be freaking out Um, I don't really do that well with puppets anyway, so, like, this would have just, like, not been ideal. Um, So, people were injured by the, I don't know, falling six-story-high balloons. And so, uh, Mariah uh, Clausy and Kathy Corona were both (laughs) injured.
0: I thought you were going to say Mariah Carey. um. (laughs) No,
1: Mariah Carey was (laughs) safe. (laughs) Um she was singing her I don't know Saccharine Christmas. Praise album, Jesus.
0: Praise Jesus.
1: Hopefully for the first time in ninety seven. Yeah. Anyway, um Corona was actually in a coma for a month and has permanent brain damage. Oh no yeah, that's not good. No, oh. I told you how to say. I know you, I, did, you did. You didn't you did. believe me. No, I did believe you. We got distracted by like the parade and the flood. I know, and, the, and
0: like the comedic darkness of the whole thing. And, I know. Right, I mean, it hits me like a rug. It's, it's fine.
1: a little absurd, but super sad. Anyway, uh, so she has permanent brain damage oh. and filed a three hundred and ninety-five million dollar lawsuit against New York City and Macy's. And the lamppost manufacturer. What did she get? I did not look that up because it was not in the article. Oh, well I can we can it was probably
0: dismissed. She the city probably settled with her for a quiet sum.
1: Well, I don't yeah, oh yeah, okay. So yeah, they probably settled, but at the same time, like Macy sorta of deserves it because it was clearly like too windy for those floats anyway. Yeah. Um and that is the um fateful 97 macy's day parade oh god so i went in
0: 2002 and i'll never go again yeah
1: what was it like
0: it was cold and a little bit rainy and my sister had just moved to meet me here from london and my office was right on the route and we i basically stood there and watched kermit go by and i was like this is the dumbest thing i've ever done in my life at the age of 30 So, we went downtown to an Irish pub and warmed ourselves up and proceeded to get hammered the rest of the day. And that's all I can say about that.
1: So, that's kind of honestly how I feel about uh, New Year's. So, like, every year I'm doing this battle where I'm like, should I go to, should I stay in New York or should I stay in Texas? Because usually I'm in Texas during New Year's, Mm -hmm. uh, where it is, you can actually wear your, like, tight, cute little dress and not be bundled up because it's 50.
0: I mean, yeah, that was, yeah. No, I get that. Um, I I don't know. I just feel like... You're not a New Year's person? um, I have been for so many years. And I'm like, I want to sit home. If y'all want to come to my house and hang out and get drunk and smoke the weed and listen to the music and have a dance party, that's fine. But I've done so many New Year's Eves and clubs and and outside parties that i don't need that i don't need it anymore
1: oh see that's the beauty of texas is is that like it's like a big driving city houston so you have to go to a house party and just spend the night Mm -hmm. so that's fun because you have like a spot no i like that very much but i'm i'm actually thinking of spending this new year's in new york just because um my job is like somewhat last minute asked me to be in town on like the 27th of december oh, okay and i'm like um, we'll see how that fight ends up
0: well this yeah well this particular year i have to be at a pre-trial hearing in florida on the third so i'm not going anywhere
1: yeah well if i stay in new york you can come to my-